Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day it is, you're joining us here for the Tulsa World Scene podcast. Uh, I'm here with uh, my colleagues Grace Wood and Jimmy Trammell as we discuss um, whatever pop culture things pop into our heads this particular week. Um, and um, I have a very weird feeling that Jimmy has a lot to share this week. Oh, weird. How about that? <laughs> hey, uh, you guys Weird Al Yankovic fans? I I, rem I remember hearing the old Dr. Demento show when um, he he did it wasn't it wasn't his first I think it wasn't his first big hit to take off my Sharona my Bologna my Bologna I think the <laughs> second one that he did was another one rides the bus yeah hey, spot on gonna, yeah. And hey, he's going to sit by you. Another one rides the bus. I, I remember hearing that on the radio and thinking that was hilarious and still kind of do. So, yes, I would say I am a bit of a fan. Yeah, I think I'm a, I'm a fan, too. He's not in my, like, regular listening rotation or anything, but I definitely appreciate his unique art form. <laughs> I guess I asked because surely there's no one who dislikes him. And he's never been on, on a police blotter. He's never been in a controversy that we know of. He just makes us laugh. Who's the one guy in the world that doesn't like Al Yankovic? I mean, is there, does that person exist even? I don't know. Even, even the people who, who, who um, he parodies, they end up liking. I, I, I think for the most part, they, they understand that it's, it's done out of love as much as anything. Um, and we had one dust up with Coolio over Amish Paradise, but I think that got smoothed over. <laughs> and well, it, it, it better because Coolio is not here to fight for it anymore. Yeah, but uh, and, and 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 to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, sometimes his, uh, in my opinion, his, his his versions are almost as good or as better as as, as the original, especially when he was doing Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> It's so funny uh, you say this. You're you're spot on. Uh, uh, there's a new movie coming out called Weird, the Al Yankovic story starring Daniel Radcliffe as Al Yankovic. And uh, if you, I've seen a preview, and it's interesting because I thought this was going to be a straight, you know, by the facts document, like a recreation of his life, but we're going to stick to the facts. And instead, it's like an alternate universe, the Big Al, where you said you you liked maybe his version of some Michael Jackson songs better than the Michael Jackson version. In this alternate universe, he creates the song Eat It first, and then Michael Jackson creates Beat It afterwards. So that kind of tells you what we're getting into here with this uh, movie that debuts November 4th on Roku. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun movie, though. There's lots of... Uh, Lots of cameos, actors in disguise as other characters. Jack Black is great as Wolfman Jack. Uh, Dr. Domino is played by Rain Wilson from The Office. And okay. uh, I'm curious that. if you or other people watch this, how long you get into the movie before you realize, oh, this is really exaggerated and it's not quite by the facts, by the book. Yeah, I was wondering about that too because I saw that like, on IMDb, the character Evan Rachel Wood plays Madonna is like mm -hmm. at the very top of the cast list. And I was like, 
were he and Madonna like a thing? And I just like missed that. And then I looked it up and he was like, no, we actually like barely knew each other, but she's like a main character in the movie. So oh, in this yeah. movie, she's definitely a thing. That's that's <laughs> they're they're a thing, I should say. Okay. Uh, so well, I mean, if you're if you're gonna exaggerate, I mean exaggerate, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's 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 not like well, I'm sure I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't pluck an actress out of the air because that'll get us into trouble. But I mean, they're you know, if you're if 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 you're going to, you know, it's like the Tommy, the 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 Tommy Flanagan character on the old Saturday Night Live is always trying to convince people that his wife was Morgan Fairchild. You know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to tell a lie, you know, tell a really good lie. So well, in this in this version of the Bizarro universe for Weird Al, she pursues him. You know, so that tells you where we're going. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right. Well, I, I would recommend this though. I mean, it's it's yeah. entertaining. It's fun. It's clever. Uh, it's uh, it gets really as you would expect weird, but if you love Big Al, you'll you'll love this. It now I don't know how you feel about UHF that was filmed back in the day, but that's that's kind of an acquired taste with a lot of people. Well, I, that, and that's one thing I was going to ask. It, it, you mentioned that it was going to be de debuting on the Roku streaming service, mm -hmm. so it's not going to be in films. I mean, I mean, being being theaters. No, just free on Roku. Okay, well, that kind of. That kind of, you know, kind of fits into the the, the Weird Al UHF um, vibe in the sense that, you know, it came out, did nothing in in theaters, but took on a life of its own in yeah. in in video rentals, and I'm trying to, I know I didn't see it when it first came out. It was it was decades after it came out that I finally. Me too. I've watched it. Grace, and have you seen it? I have not seen it. No. The first time I ever even heard about it was when you guys were talking about it, I think a couple <laughs> months ago. So <laughs> I have not watched it. Our Miss Wood has lived a sheltered life. But obviously <laughs> it was was filmed here, you know, so you yeah. can see Tulsa in the movie. Not not weird. UHF never comes up in in the new movie, but the old movie was filmed here. Gotcha. Okay. I I, I remember. And I can't remember where it was, but driving, driving somewhere and, and looking down, I, I'm I'm thinking it was 169, but I don't think that actually it was. But anyway, but there was there was this building with a big, uh, you know, letters on it, Spatula City, uh, which is from the movie, and it was, and this was years and years after hmm. uh, the movie had been filmed here. And um, I was working for the Tulsa Tribune when it was being filmed, and our film film writer for the for the world was a man named uh, Ron Wolf, who bore more than a passing resemblance to Weird Al Yankovic. And so while he was covering the filming of the movie in Tulsa. He was constantly being approached by people wanting his autograph, thinking he was Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> and I, I remember he did a did a story about that, and they had a picture of you know Weird Al in a certain pose and a uh, Hawaiian shirt, you know that he that he often wore. And uh, we found a similar shirt and pose Ron. And honestly, I mean, it was which twin has the Tony kind of a moment. So. <laughs> Well, 
you can get you can watch weird on Friday, November 4th. Uh, still to come a week after that, or a few days after, more than a week, is Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. And they had a, a preview at a couple of theaters in Tulsa over the weekend. I went to the one in Owasso, uh, bought a ticket, watched the season five premiere of Yellowstone, and the season, the series premiere of Tulsa King back to back. And it's another thing I would recommend people see it. It's it's uh, clever and fun. You'll, you'll like Stallone, even though he's you don't want to get on his bad side. Uh, and it's really entertaining. It makes you want to see what happens next. But I wonder if you guys, uh, I'm going to hit you with two questions. One, what was your introduction to Stallone? And two, what's your favorite Stallone project he was in? Good question. Um, I think... My introduction to him was through Rocky, probably like most people, um, but that kind of came out like a little bit before my time, so I never really got super into it, but then I did really like the movie Creed that came out a couple of years ago. I thought that was very inspiring and fun to watch, and I love just the boxing and the training elements, and Michael B. Jordan's awesome, so I really liked that one, but I'm excited to watch Tulsa King, too. I saw Rocky when it came out, um, was it 1977? Um, I believe at the old Continental Theater, which is now hotels off of I-44. Um, and um, was really taken with, you know, the, the whole Cinderella story of of the making of the of, of 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 the film and 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 enjoyed it a lot and like like the fact that it you know that it that it wasn't you know a complete fairy tale um and that was and i remember also right after that he appeared on an episode of the old tv series police story hmm. um which is an anthology series where he played a, a undercover cop who um in the in a in a situation ends up shooting an unarmed kid and the effect that, that had on him so um but yeah I, I, so th those were both those were both you know when he when, when he was still still doing people although i did get a kick out of cliffhanger as unbelievable and and you know changing the laws of physics kind of thing that that movie was it was still i, I recall it being an entertaining uh, thriller how about you jimmy what was what was your what was your introduction and tell me that your favorite movie isn't stop or my mom will shoot it's not uh <laughs> my, my introduction is the year that i lived on a military base in germany and we saw we went to the base theater every night and so that same year i got to see uh, the Lords of Flatbush, with him, Henry Winkler, uh, and some other fellas, you know, doing the almost the greaser thing, except in New York. Uh, I believe there's a legendary story about Richard Gere being in that cast, and he and Stallone uh, got into it over some mustard squirting off a hot dog, and Richard Gere got fired from the movie. Check me out on that. Research that. Don't take my <laughs> word for it. But uh, Lords of Flatbush, and then Death Race 2000, where he was Machine Gun Joe, 
and the biggest sporting event in the country was a race across the country, and you got points for, get this, Grace, running over people. That's how you accumulated <laughs> points during this cross-country race. It was definitely a, a science fiction type uh, deal, but uh, that came before the others. Probably my favorite Stallone is, um, I enjoyed the first Rambo movie, First Blood. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, that that's 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 a good one. It 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 originally was supposed to star him and Kirk Douglas. Hmm. Kirk Douglas was played the role that Richard Crenac ended up with, and as I recall, and I you'll need to check me on this. One of the reasons that Kirk Douglas left was because. In the novel, um, the character of Rambo ends up dying, and Stallone didn't want to die in the end of the movie. And if I'm, if as I recall, Kirk Douglas objected to the changes in the film, and and so he wow. left, and they brought in brought in Richard Crenna. Um, so. Yeah, it, it, the, and and um, so yeah, the the the, the fir first blood, first blood is also also a good one. But uh, he's been in so many really bad <laughs> movies. I didn't. Yeah. He, he was uncredited in Mash, the movie. I had no idea until I looked up his uh, filmography a few bit ago, a bit ago. And go figure. It's and didn't it was was he in Death Wish? I don't recall that one. The Charles Bronson movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think. There's one. There's one movie where where he where he where he plays a you know, a, you know, like second thug or something like that. It was kind of a surprise that he was in. But, oh well. So well, that, was, so we have, that gets we have us caught up on current kind of movie events. You guys have anything shaking this weekend as far as? What we can expect in the newspaper? Well, uh, I've got a very for me. It's for me. It's been a very literary week. Um, we have an interview with uh, the humorist David Sedaris, who's coming to town November ten, um, talking about um, um, his latest book and 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 being accused of self plagiarism for publishing his own diaries, <laughs> and. Um, we had announced earlier that um, novelist Elizabeth Strout was going to be the recipient of the Peggy P. Helmrick Distinguished Author Award from the library in the Tulsa Library Trust. She has had to bow out because of illness. And so in her place, um, the novelist Anne Patchett, um, who wrote Bel Canto and The Patron Saint of Liars and the like, she will be coming uh, in early December, and uh, we have an interview with her about uh, the the book that she wrote during uh, the pandemic. So that's the main thing that I got uh, coming up. Oh, I will ask one thing: mm -hmm. um, Are either of you um, fans of hot food, like spicy? <laughs> well, yeah, as as opposed to yeah, not just simply cooked. I realized I said that. Yes, as as spicy food. Yes, I am a fan of spicy food. How, to a how, degree. How, I don't, I don't, how, 
Go on. I don't like to get like the hot wings that are so hot that you're uncomfortable. So to a degree, no pun intended, yes. <laughs> well, we're, one of the things we're going to be uh, coming up the next uh, week, um, uh, Chicken and the Wolf, which started out in Mother Road Market, uh, has got a, um, a, a brick and mortar shop on 11th Street across from TU. And uh, they have stuff that can hurt you if you let it. But uh, we'll have a review of that coming up. So, um, so anyway, and Grace, what have you got? What have you got for us? Um, for this weekend, World of Homes, um, we have a feature on a really cool Maple Ridge home that's almost a hundred years old. So that's really awesome. And then a story about just local businesses who have some great fall candle scents this year. Lots of really fun stuff with that and a lot of them pour their own candles themselves and one company Tulsa Candle Company is like a one-woman business and she hand pours all the candles herself and delivers them by hand so she was really awesome to talk to and yeah they've just got, got some cool stuff coming up so that's me for this weekend. What's 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 the most unusual candle scent you've come across in doing this story? Oh um sweet tater pie <laughs> is one that's being offered at uh, Magnolia Soap and Bath Co. on 15th Street. Um, but she said that that's the, the woman who owns the shop. She said that that's her favorite candle and she actually burns it year round. So I really want to smell it. <laughs> that is wild because Sweet Tater Pie was uh, the nickname of James and myself in high school. <laughs> What's <laughs> Well, for me, for me, it was my rap name, but um... <laughs> <laughs> mine was Fried Okra. That's that's my candle I want is fried okra. Bring that to me. Well, I don't know if they're going to do it this year, but I remember a few years ago you could purchase around the the the, the Christmas holiday season, you could purchase one of those um, compressed wood fire logs that, when you burned it, smelled of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> That sounds lovely. <laughs> oh man, that's that's both alluring and frightening all at once. But anyway, <laughs> on that on that savory note, we should probably leave this and let you all get back to your your real lives. I uh, want to thank uh, Miss Wood and Mr. Trammell for taking the time out to be a part of this hot biscuit, and we will see you all later. Be safe. Bye.